I'm having a little bit of a of a interesting feeling um, as uh, the last week and, and so has been very challenging for all of us uh, and I haven't had this feeling uh, since since before of a of a simcha mamish a, a, a true uh, happiness shechianu v'kiimanu that we're zoycha I know it sounds might sound uh, just strange that I'm saying this but I, I feel so humbled and uh, I feel like today is a very special day for our yeshiva uh, Rabbi Center doesn't know, know this he does it maybe a little bit when we were together for, for Pesach but all of you guys know in the yeshiva that I talk a lot about leadership and I talk a lot about about being the change you want to be in the world um, not being a follower not bedafka, not being a follower but, but doing what you need to do and living the life that you need to live and connecting to Hashem and finding your your chalik in this world, your chalik, your neshama. And it's one of the hardest things to do, right? As we say, why follow the crowd when the crowd is lost? And you have individuals in life who, who, who sort of do things and they take initiative and they're leaders. They're not even thinking about that they're leaders. A leader doesn't think about it. I say, um, I, uh, Rabbi Stern mentioned to me this morning that uh, I'll say it b'shem Rabbasher Arieli because that, that's really more important than hearing it from me that I was machaven to, to, to uh, Adam Gadol when I said the other week when we were speaking and I said instead of watching the news you are the news right the soldiers aren't watching what's going on on, on, on the battlefield they're in the battlefield and when a, when a Yid, when a Jew looks at himself like that, that I'm the one making things happen, not in a gaiva way. You're not like, oh, look, they're looking at me. Are they looking at me? They're not. Who's got time to see? Right? That always hit me when, when the guy's on the, on the free throw line and it's, you know, they're down by whatever it is and the crowd, uh, he's, not, he's not thinking, he's not like, okay, yeah, the crowd. He's hyper-focused like, like you can't imagine hyper-focused to get the job done and to do what you got to do. And that separates people in this world. The reason it's such a great feeling to be here and to introduce uh, um, the Rosh Hashiva, to introduce Rabbi Center, is because he, he might know this a little bit, and I hope you don't get me back when you're going to speak, but I will see how that works. Um, He's someone who I've, he's a person who I've admired long before I, I started uh, the yeshiva here. And, and he has a chalik. I said this on Pesach and I'll say it again. When people take initiatives and do things, they don't realize how much they're mashpia, how much they influence other people. Rabbi Sent is a person who, who I'm not going to say uh, doesn't care what people think because that, that, that sounds negative. He cares what, 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 what needs to be done for his Talmudim and for Kalal Yisrael. 
And, and, and that to me is an inspiration. And it's a schuz to have a, 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 a gadol, a, a person who, because who, that's what godless is. That's what greatness is. Is he's, he's focused on what needs to be done before everyone can think about it and scratch their head and say, you know, are they taking pictures or are they not taking pictures? And uh, we're here at a very, very difficult time. And I think one of the messages that I think everyone's consistently saying is, is to stand your post and to, and to really, obviously, Klal Yisrael together, Baruch Hashem, Klal Yisrael. But when we all stand our post strong, it affects, it's mashpia, all of us. So it's an honor to introduce a person who didn't even know how much of a chalik how much of a part he was saying? I sent is, I think, even younger than me, um, and that's a compliment uh, to you in the fact that it, it doesn't matter. And not, not that I don't know how much younger, but I'm saying, <laughs> but the fact that you know, he was just saying before, is his yeshiva is 18 years, almost 20 year old yeshiva. That 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 I love that. That means he started the yeshiva when he was like 15 years old, right? That, right? So what's the shot? But no, but that, but but I mean that. They all say lahavdil elif alfavdalos. They say guys say, oh, I'm, I'm 19 years old. I'm 20 years old. I got time. I got time. What's his name? Uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg started uh, Facebook at 19 years old. Uh, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna be a, whoever I'm gonna be when I'm 30 years old. What do you? Come on, let's go. Let's get moving. Big people get moving. Get moving young. So here's a young Rosh Hashiva who was even younger when he started the yeshiva. When it wasn't popular to have you, now it's popular, everyone starts yeshivas, it's very popular. In his day, it wasn't popular. And to start Azai yeshiva, that is Rabbi Sensor's yeshiva, is, 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 is not a joke. It's a serious, serious place, uh, a makam Torah, a shine in the light of the Jewish people. So, okay, six minutes, not bad. Sorry to take your time, Rob, thank you. Thank you. I don't think I ever got an introduction like that. It's already um, in 15 minutes. Um, I, I prepared my introduction to Rabbi Fisher before. I'm not getting you back. I got it. I had prepared it already beforehand. First of all, I had mamish the same feeling as I'm driving up to Moshe Matis Yo. I'm thinking to myself, I want to say Baruch Shachiyona Vikiyimano. I had the same ex- mamish those words. I was thinking those words. And I was thinking to myself, I have not been happy since this broke out. And I'm thinking of being, I was at a Bart last night. I was at a wedding last night. I was a bris two days ago, and, I, and, and I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm, hap- I'm excited to be here. <laughs> I had the same exact Targoshas, Mamish. I want to tell you um, our relationship, okay? When Rabbi Fisher came to Eretz Yisrael, I, I, I like to say that there's one thing that I think that I know how to do, I know how to spot talent. I know, I don't do much in yeshiva, I just hire good people, right? And I know how to get talent. When, I, when Rabbi Fisher came to Eretz Yisrael, I called him, I would say, 
I, Rabbi Fisher didn't call him that, but Rabbi Fisher, please come to my house. I want to talk to you. And I said right away, please, I don't have a position for you. Come to my yeshiva. We'll, we'll work it out. I'll get you something. I need you to join the yeshiva. He's like, I don't know. I'm not sure. I got to see where I'm going, what I'm doing. I tried. I tried getting Rabbi Fisher. So this is a person who I want on my team. I came here to Moshe Matishio around 17, 18 years ago. One of the, once one of the Rebbeim here remembers, you're here for Shabbos. And I said, this is gorgeous. I love this place. I want to move my yeshiva here. I called up Rabbi Lef, who was very close to my father. I officially knows this. And I said, uh, I said, listen, I want to move the yeshiva to Moshe Matishio. He's like, no chance. No way. We're not taking yeshiva Moshe Matishio. Yo, we're not interested. I was desperate to make it happen. I called up one of Rabbi Left's good friends, the name is Swerdlik, asked him they could do it. I called up, there's apparently some sort of vad in, the, in, in Moshe Matisio, the whatever it is, the, the people that are in charge. I tried calling everyone. I wanted my shoot in Moshe Matisio. I couldn't do it. I tried so hard and then I met with Rabbi Fisher and I'm like, how in the world did you do it? How'd you make it happen? And he did. So what's my point? I feel like Rabbi Fisher is my person this is my, this is my yeshiva. This is where I, this is where I want to be. So what happened? I had this conversation with Adam Fisher. He said to me, look, I moved into the Moshav. You can't come from the outside and just do it like that. You got to move in and become close to the people and then make it happen. So what did I do? I went to Mitzvah Yericho, where Rabbi Fisher was. In, and we spoke about it. I'm like, okay, I'm going to, didn't work. Didn't work. But then I went somewhere else. It's called Neve Menachem. I bought a house there. I'm following Rabbi Fisher's lead. I'm doing it. We bought a house. We're going to move to Moshav to this place called Neve Menachem. It's a sleepy little place. And we're going to try to open Fisher's 2.0. We'll see what happens. You know? But we're going to move our yeshiva there hopefully sometime. But Rabbi Fisher is, uh, this is an amazing place. It's an amazing, it's, I, I, mean, I just have to walk down the stairs. I, I hope to be able to see the entire campus. But what Rabbi Fisher, what this yeshiva represents is talk about, you know, real uh, achrayas and, you know, it, it was a challenge to open our yeshiva, there's no question about it. But uh, this place is phenomenal. And, and, and every time anyone mentions Rabbi Fisher's yeshiva, I tell them what a great place it is and how much I love it. And I can be critical about certain things, but uh, this yeshiva, I feel, is like really doing the work I feel like this is exactly the way the yeshiva is supposed to be. So a big yesh to Rabbi Fisher. Thank you very much for inviting me. It's really hard times for everyone. There's a lot going through everyone's mind. There's a lot going through my mind. We're trying to figure out how do we process what's happening and what can we do. Everyone's looking for things to do. So I'm th I think that every single American yeshiva bachar in Eretz Yisrael has made a pair of tzitzis. If you haven't done it yet, so then you know, then you haven't been on Instagram or Twitter. But like everyone's like all the everyone. But I, I mean, that's really it's like it's, it's it's not enough. I mean, I and and it and it took an hour for us and Yeshiva. They Yeshiva did it together. The boys. It's a, it's a thing to do tzitzis or you know. But it's like okay, so it kept the boys busy for an hour or something like that. But what are we? What are we really supposed to do? I'm gonna tell you what my feeling is. Something I heard from Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson, he was talking about how we're supposed to deal with Hamas. And he, and he compared Hamas to cancer. I only heard just like, like literally three seconds, but I'm pretty sure this is what he was saying. 
And he was saying that when you deal with cancer, you have to be very aggressive. And you gotta make sure that you eradicate it completely, totally. And you can't leave even the littlest, <coughs> smallest cell, because if the small cell cancer is still there, you're gonna come back. And what Israel has to do now is they have to obliterate, annihilate, and totally destroy Hamas that they don't even exist anymore. When we speak about cancer, we understand that. But when we speak about you know, a, a, you know, terrorist organization, for a while we were putting up with them because they were like they were a little wimpy, and they were then and and it's true there were casualties, but this was the first thing that was like whoa, and Eretz Yisrael was really really felt like you woke a sleeping giant, and the Israeli army is going after you, and with Hashem's help, of course, everything is only uh, through Hakadosh Baruch, but. Uh, but that's the, the understanding now, and what's extremely important as far as the press is concerned and the world is concerned, is we cannot tone down the rhetoric. For a while, we were just talking about, okay, you know, there's, we, we, they're, they're aggressors, and then, well, why, why, why do you need such an aggressive response? It's not about aggressors and, 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 and victims. This is about good and evil. These people are evil, and evil needs to be destroyed. We need to get rid of the evil in the world. And I think that there's a, a very powerful message in this week's parasha that's going to be relevant to all of us. Noyach was a big tzaddik. Is that right? Someone was banging over there. Is that, did I get it right? <laughs> I got a great kasha on Hashem. Uh, it's not my kasha. I'm pretty sure it's Chassam Soifer. I haven't seen it in a while, so if you really want to know it right, look it up. But Noach was such a big tzaddik, and Noach had to be saved. So why is it that Hashem saved him in such a complicated way, difficult way? Noach ended up in a teva. It's really uncomfortable to be in that teva. I mean, and he was extremely busy the whole time. He had to feed animals, and he was locked up, and it was like very cramped. For all intents and purposes, Noyach was in prison. There's got to be better ways when you want to save a tzaddik than to put him in prison. They could have sent him to Eretz Yisrael. According to some, the model didn't go to Eretz Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch could have done other miracles, lifted him up. I don't know, but why in prison? Sam Soifer says it was a punishment. Even big tzaddik. Is a punishment. Yeah. Noyach did something wrong. What did he do wrong? Noyach means he's easy. He's easy. Noyach. Noyach la briois. Noyach la mokoi. Noyach was like an easy person. He was easy going. Says, I'm sorry if I'm not mistaken. Noyach la mokoim is a compliment. Noyach l'mokoim, he's easy. Noyach l'brios is a criticism. Noyach was too easy on the people. It's like live and let live. 
You just do your thing, I do my thing. And it was too easy. And Noyach should have stood up and in the face of evil and said, I will not tolerate this. And he didn't. And for that reason, Noyach also deserved some form of punishment. And being locked up in that table and having to take care of all those animals and everything, it was what Noyach's need for a kapara. When you're faced with evil, we need to take a stance and we need to be aggressive. We cannot just allow people to do things that are abominations, that are terrible, horrific, and just say, you know, there's two sides to the story. There aren't. There's one side. There's, there's good and there's bad. And when we're too soft and we allow for evil to exist, it will terrorize us. Now, I have a feeling, I don't have a source for this really. If anyone here does, please share with me. I have a feeling that the way that the nations treat the Jewish people is a reflection of the way the Jewish people treat each other. There was terrible animosity between Jews right before the breakout of this war. Terrible, horrible. I don't know if you saw this. There was an interview with a woman. She was being interviewed to be a lifeguard. And she said, well, if there's religious people that are swimming there, I won't save them. Could you imagine a woman who's a lifeguard? Her job is to save people's lives. And she said, if the religious Jews let them die. Shem I'm not finished. I'm not finished the book. I got no more. So there's a reflection of the way that the Umas Oilam treat us a reflection of the way that we treat each other. And perhaps the way that the, our brothers treat us, those that are not as aware of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is a reflection of how we treat ourselves. Are we tolerant of the issues that we have with ourselves? Now we have to accept ourselves. We have to love ourselves, but we have to allow things that we realize are not okay with ourselves. We have things that we do that are not beseder. It's not okay. Are we just gonna allow it to be and just say, okay, I'm also a big tzaddik, just like accept me the way I am? And even if a person recognizes his issues and fights with himself, doesn't mean that he's not a big tzaddik. We can be big tight and have issues, but we need to address aggressively. Aggressively. We have to say to ourselves, I want to be better. I'm not okay staying this way. I'm great, and, but I could be greater. And I need to work on myself. And it's enough just pandering to the press and saying everything's okay, everyone's good. There's two sides to the story. There's Hamas. There's an oppressed Palestinian people. That, that's That's... That's all fakeness. There's no Palestinian people. There's no such thing as Palestinian people. Finally, the world is realizing that this is all just a, it's a bluff. And the Yitzhahara is a big bluff. He's bluffing us. Don't buy it. And if there are things that you are struggling with, it's okay to struggle. But now is a, a critical time for us to stand up 
be strong with ourselves. To be strong. Don't just capitulate and say, I'm okay the way I am. None of us are good the way we are. We're great. We're all great, but we could be even better. Everyone, myself, I'm trying to look at myself and say, I want to be better. I said publicly, I was speaking to a group, and I'm happy to do it again. When COVID broke, broke out, so I, I joined, I joined uh, WhatsApp. It's a very hard time. I have my kosher phone, which I have with me right here, right, which I'm very proud of. But, I, but I, thank you very much. But I also had a, have a tablet, which, which I had, uh, had WhatsApp on, and, and, and you know, it's a tremendously useful tool, but I said to myself, do I really need to have this? Am I gonna get to Shemayim, and is Hashem gonna say to me, Rabbi Center, why are you not using WhatsApp? And I thought to myself, and I said, you know what? I think I gotta get rid of it, it's hard for me. It is, it is gonna be very hard. But I'm gonna do it, believe me. I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. But I'm telling you that it's time for us to do hard things and don't accept evil. If there's anything that you have, and I'm not saying WhatsApp is evil like incarnate, but for me, it's wrong. For me, at where I'm at in my life, now it's time for me to let go. I've got to let go of it and I'm gonna do it. I said it in front of over 100 people. There's almost 100 people here. I want you guys to call me up in two weeks and say, hey, Rabbi Center, what's with the WhatsApp? Because it's, it's something that I feel I need to do better. We all need to do better. And I think that this is an amazing time. Mashiach doesn't come. Mashiach doesn't come. We bring Mashiach. We need to do it. Now is an amazing opportunity. He comes close. He comes to our door. But we need to bring Mashiach in. And now is for sure an amazing opportunity. Klal Yisrael is ripe for Achdos. It's amazing what we're doing in the world. What they, from people, it's absolutely unbelievable. I'm meeting people, I literally cry tears. There's a fellow, I just met him Friday. I went into, I went into the Plaza Hotel. There's a guy there, some yeshiva man put down over a million dollars for the people from Netivot and other places to come for Shabbos. Doesn't know anyone. No one knows he did it. No one knows he is. No press. No nothing. And, and from Yidin, non from Yidin, everyone is this, the, the opportunity for Achtos and Klal Yisrael is unprecedented. I think it's unprecedented. The opportunity we have for Achtos. Opportunity for us, for, for, for the people out there to feel how much we love them. <clears throat> So this is a chance for us to do great things, but it's got to start inside of us. It's got to be real. If we work on uniting ourselves, serve Hashem, b'chol l'vavachal, your yetzer toiv and your yetzer ha, your yetzer har, channel everything you have towards Hashem, you become whole with yourself, we become whole inside of ourselves, in our hearts, the nation will become whole. Once we are a united nation, there is nothing anyone else can do to stop us. And then we'll be Zarechah, there's Hashem, the curve to Mashiach's cake. I want to end with one thing. Last night, uh, a very good friend of mine, Charlie Harari, called me up. And Charlie is uh, starting a campaign, I don't know if any of you saw this, that he wants people to say Kitamak Teres. 
Pitamakhtaris is a tefillah that at the end of davening or the beginning of davening and the chakras, the beginning of mincha, um, which has a very, it's very powerful. The koyach of Pitamakhtaris, it's a combination of many different spices, and those, all of those together make a reach mi koyach Hashem. Kalal is very colorful. And if we can find a way to bring everyone together to create reach mi choyach, then we're unstoppable. So the Pitamak Torah is an expression of that desire, and it's a very important tefillah. Uh, we say it in Enkel Kenu, or you say it before Mincha, anytime you want to say it. So Charlie is, is trying to get, there, to get together thousands of people to say it all, to say it every day. I sent uh, to Rabbi Fisher from my WhatsApp, which will soon be Zechron Levracha, Be'ez Hashem, and I'm not telling you what to do with your WhatsApp. Not, I'm not telling anyone else what to do. I did not come here to tell you guys what to do. I told you, I told you to do something. But everyone will choose what? Um, um, uh, a, a Google Docs, I think it is, for people to sign up to say Pitamakhtayas. One of the, the ingredients in the Pitamakhtayas is called a Chelbana. Chelbana has a putrid smell. It's not a good smelling thing, which is strange, because you'd think you're trying to make incense, you want it to smell nice, right? Chelbana is, it doesn't smell good. And the Gemara talks about it, and the Gemara says you need it. It's critical. If you don't have it, so then the, the Keturus is no good, even though it doesn't have a pleasant smell. The Gemara says it's because Kali Yisrael, we need everybody. We need everyone. Even someone who's, right now, thinks that he stinks, He's important. And, and if we don't have him, then it's not a reach nichoyach. That's not what Hashem wants. Hashem wants all of us. The chelbana, which is the bottom of the barrel. I heard from Shmuel Brazil, father-in-law of Rabbi Fisher. You know this? Uh, of course, you've said it here before. Chelbana uh, is Roshay Tevois. Chayiv loymar bishvili nivra ha'olam. Chel benaz rashi tevis. Chayiv loymar. A person has to say bishvili nivra. The world was created for me. Bishvili nivra ha'olam. Rashi tevis chel. You think you stink? The world was created for you. A kodesh baruch who cares about every one of us. And maybe we're not where we want to be. But every person is extremely important. So we need to step up, all of us together. We can't do it. We need all of us as a united front. We're going to create a k'tayrus. Re'ach nichoyach la'ashem. And there's a show we're going to be zoicha to be back in the base of Mitesh. It's going to be epic, my friends. He's coming soon. Thank you very much for listening. Let's do it. 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 Let's do